Welcome to the Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy with your hosts, Dr. James Hawkins and Dr. Ryan Reyna. EFT is a dynamic model that humbles even the most seasoned therapists. Together, we want to come alongside you as you continually push the leading edge of your understanding and application of this wonderful model developed by Dr. Susan Johnson. Well, welcome to the first podcast of the Leading Edge in Emotionally Focused Therapy. Uh, my name is Dr. James Hawkins. I'm honored to have uh, two men with me that are all around good guys. I have George Fowler here, who is the president of the New York Center for Emotionally Focused Therapy. He is also an ICEF trainer and supervisor, and he's also a co-host on 4Play Radio. George, we're glad to have you here today. Awesome to be here, James. Yes, and now we also have with us, I like to call him uh, Big Comfort. <laughs> Yeah, Ryan Reyna, who is the president of Arkansas EFT Center, um, also an ISEF supervisor and trainer. Ryan, we're glad to have you here today. I'm glad to be here providing comfort, as always, James. <laughs> you, do, you do a good job of that, Ryan. But here's what I am excited to talk to you two about. Recently, a, a colleague of, of mine and I were watching a tape of you, George, and we were watching the tape and everything was just rolling along. And then all of a sudden, this moment happens in the therapy session. It's like... Boom. It's like the emotional energy change, your posture changes, and your focus locks in. And we were just left to ask ourselves a question of what in the world did George see in that moment that made him that made him make that choice right then and right there? I wish I had the answer to that question. <laughs> it's a good question to start off with. Right? I know, I know. But I guess what I'm getting at with that, George, is man, these micro moves, these little yes. moments. Yes. Can you help unlock why that's so important to you and why you train on that so much? Well, it's a great title to your podcast, The Leading Edge. And I think most of us come from a background with a lot of big theories and grand strategies, but not a lot of practical help about what to do in the moment. Literally, micro moves within seconds. So how do you how do you keep your focus if you're not getting any help or any training? So that's, I think what we're going to try to do here today is how do we grab these triggers, these emotional cues, these, these things that happen so fast that you have to pivot and go with them. So maybe mm. we'll come up with an example, but I know Ryan wanted to jump in with. Yeah. I mean, as we were just talking about, there's, there's so many important things that go into uh, helping hurting relationships, not to mention how important it is. And, it is important that you're uh, foundationally strong and you have theory and so forth, but most of our most important cases really turn on a dime in about a 40-second window. You know, it takes a, a lot of hard work to get clear on what's going on in their relationship, and then it takes some work to get them to as far as they can go or the leading edge, as far as they have gone. Mm -hmm. And then how the therapist responds in those crucial moments really determines the outcome of that case, or at least that session. And yet, as George is saying, we spend a very small amount of time getting people ready for those crucial moments. And that's kind of the spirit of what we're trying to do in the leading edge here, which is to add uh, words, ideas, concepts to help people really be prepared for those, for those crucial 40 seconds. Man, that's beautiful. I thank you too for that. And you said that 40 second window, those crucial moments. And what is it about those moments maybe, and I know this is a big question, that makes it feel crucial? Because what happens if I miss that? For, well, I'm going to load it with two questions. What makes it crucial if I miss the 40 seconds? 
But also, what are you two? You two are master therapists with thousands of hours of training. Maybe I just want to get inside your head. What are the things you're looking for that marks those critical windows for you? So there are no shortcuts to repetition. So I think the first thing we want to do is demystify the magical guru all of a sudden came up with some Houdini act that changed it. You know, I, I, I wish Speak we could be yourself, looking Josh. at that videotape that you're talking about. That moment where things shifted, that 42-second window that Ryan's talking about, there's a lot that went up to building up to that moment. So what you're not seeing behind the scenes is, like if I would pause that tape, in my mind, I'm already thinking to myself, all right, what intervention am I using? What am I hoping to get? And if I get that, what's my next move? And more importantly, if I don't get that, what would be my next move? And if the partner jumps in, what will I do with that? I'm already paying attention. I'm, I'm preparing myself for a lot of possibilities to just let that moment even happen. Right? For that moment to happen, there had to be a lot of successful interventions that were building to that moment. Right? And if something would have went off track or, or, or interrupted that, I would have been ready or tried to do the best I can. So what we're in leading that leading edge, it is about the therapist's ability to pivot. It's really being able to handle lots of stimulation and not allow it to throw off your focus. Man, I love that. When you were just talking about right when you said that the therapist's ability to pivot yeah yeah it's hard to pivot if you don't know what to pivot to though right and so that's really important and so therapist flexibility our ability to be clear on what and why we believe what we believe are all really key and uh, so that flexibility like you're talking about is is what we need and what we're also trying to spawn uh in our in our the people that we're working with you know and the piece i would just add trying to get it move it towards specificity here is that, you know, intimacy and secure connection is an inherent risk. The fact is the more important a relationship is, the more dangerous it becomes to you. And so as we push people towards the leading edge, we are actually pushing them to take small risks in what is what they're afraid of. And so in relationships, um, as, as the safety goes down a bit, um, what you're going to find out is how people have learned their whole life to protect themselves, these strategies that they use. As George uh, says, you know, there's, only, there's a limited number of ways you can respond to pain. And, and that's what you're seeing when you, when you get to that leading edge is what they have learned throughout their whole life and in this relationship that, that sort of kept them alive. And so now the very thing that they've, they've used for years to keep them alive is potentially creating some distress in that relationship. That's really, I think, as concisely as I can talk about what the leading edge is. Man, I love that. And I see one of the tools that you two keep talking about is you say it is removing like this mist of like the guru and you're catching of like this is what makes that minute that that 40 second window crucial is it is emotionally loaded. And the therapist has the ability because of repetitions, one, because they've been able to look at themselves and know and they can maintain their sense of equilibrium in that moment. And because they've had reps, and I know you, George and Ryan, you talk about this, you drill it for us so much. Watch your tapes. Watch your tapes. Know the moves you make. Pay attention to your own body cues. So that way when that moment gets tense for them, use the therapist being attuned, you're going to feel it, but you can stay with the moment 
for your clients. And you said having that sense of a foundation. So that way, what you were talking about, Ryan, having that ability, I know what to pivot to. I'm not lost here in my emotion and I'm not lost theoretically. I know what to pivot to. And it can help shift this moment for that couple in that place where they've always gotten stuck. Man. Exactly. What I'd add to that is it can feel overwhelming because there's so many possibilities. And the more that you're ready for the different possibilities, the more grounded you can become. But if you zoom out for a second, what is the goal? Like constantly remind yourself of the goal. The goal is success and vulnerability, right? If you're going to invite somebody to reach a little bit past their capacity to take that risk, it's like a math equation. They need to have success with that if they're going to continue on to do that. Right. And so often because a therapist isn't sure what to do, we wind up dropping our clients at these critical moments. And in doing that, we reinforce their need to defend and protect themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's there are moments where we have to engage in with high degrees of high levels. And it's really at these moments when we're asking people to risk. So I, are you getting like the timing of this is really complicated because yes. it's it's when you're the most you know, maybe insecure is it there because there's a lot of stimulation, a lot of things happening is also when they need us to show up in a most kind of defined and grounded, secure way. So just holding on to that. I do that all the time for myself in, in session. Just say, hey, remember your goal here. Remember the target, right? Even whatever else goes wrong here, if we can guarantee just a little bit of success, it was already worthwhile, the, the things that we're doing in that session. Yeah, I know this will surprise you guys, but uh, there's a sport that I'm not very good at. It's a shocker. They're, they're laughing at me right now because I limped in here after an injury from a, from an injury today in a sport. But it's it's something I I tell people a lot. Uh, I grew up. My dad was a coach. Was that table tennis? What were you playing? <laughs> I can't tell you that, George. It's confidential. Uh, no, but I mean, it's I grew up around sports. I love them, but you 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 cannot catch me ice skating. You know why? Because I'm terrible at ice skating. And, and I, it's, it's quite embarrassing. It's humiliating and it, and it's, it injures me a lot. And, and cause humans don't want to do what doesn't work when, when you continue to fail at something, you don't want to do it. So I enjoy playing sports, but I don't want to ice skate because I'm not any good at it. And, and I think that's why people are in our office is they've tried vulnerability and they're not having success. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is it's like, if you've ever seen one of those movies where there's a plane that's flying trying to make it to the airport and they don't have enough fuel, they open up the cargo door and start dumping off weight. This is what our, our couples, our relationships have done with their vulnerability. They're getting rid of these things that, that's, that weigh them down or get them hurt. And so the therapeutic process is really trying to reverse that trend. So we have to keep striving for pushing that leading edge to take those risks so they can have success and vulnerability. That's the way I think about it. Totally agree. Wow. Man, you two, there's, there's some good points that y'all have made. And just, just to make sure that you guys can hear it and just really take these away and some tangible parts to grab away is that even for you as a therapist, like you are pushing the leading edge emotionally for your clients, which is naturally going to hit you. So you have to be able to kind of recognize what that looks like for you. Having a basic foundation of what it is that I'm trying to do, what are my moves, what's my foundational framework of what I'm trying to do, so that way when I need to pivot, I'm not lost. I know what to pivot to. Even like George said, and a part of just growing in your practices, I know there are so many moves that I can choose, and I'm aware of all those moves, and I can see them, and I just make a clear choice. But what guides me in that choice 
is knowing the target that I'm aiming for. And Ryan was talking about that. I'm trying to help someone do something that has been so hard for them that they end up wanting to back away from. So that's my target. And I know I'm entering to a place and I'm able to, to grab that 40 second window and be on target there. Just to highlight for me, what's more important than the 40 second window is the lead up to the window. That's what we're not really talking about. So in my experience, training lots of therapists, they do a lot of talking about emotions, but aren't actually working with the live emotions in the room. So you could come in talking about last week's fight and I could put it into the cycle and you could agree with me. And we're doing a lot of talking about emotions, but are we actually working with live emotions? Yeah. And that's why this trigger really trying to get couples or individuals coming in and as quickly they can give us something that's activated in a room, we can grab it. It's a lot easier to get to that critical point, this 40 second window, right? If we just focus in on this window, most therapists can't get there because they've never got the raw material they needed beforehand to actually build that moment. So yeah. I really want to full at, fill out this session that there's a lot that has to come for that window to happen. That's really well said. And, and um, I think both are super challenging. It's hard to get to that window. And then when you're there, it's hard to have an orientation of what you're supposed to do. And that's really what we're trying to do with the, this podcast is, is trying to fill in those blanks and, and, create a dialogue that, that creates dialogues that really make a difference. I want to come back to ice skating one more time though. There, <laughs> oh, a, oh no, James, you ready? There's uh, a, ready? A bit of irony here. As much as I hate ice skating, as George and I were leaving my house this morning, I, I noticed I looked down to my left in my garage and there's a $170 pair of ice skates in a, in size 14 and a half, which is my shoe size for me, which is, which is quite a thing, right? I mean, it's cause I ice skate because my daughter ice skates, right? So because she's important to me, I'm willing to step into something that I normally don't want to do. George is crying, man. Can you get him a Kleenex? I mean, that's a hashtag right now. Hashtag girl dad right there. Girl dad, ice skating. <laughs> Very nice. But, you know, so just staying with that for a moment, if, if, you, if you go to the ice skate, if you go to the rink with me and you know I'm struggling, there's certain things I need from you. Mm. If you're going to help me lean into this sort of area of failure – that I've, that I've tried a lot and I continue to fail over and over and over. You know, the first thing I need to know is that you're okay with me not getting it right for a while. I mean, if I get the sense that you expect me to know how to do this and get it just right, I'm not even going to be able to skate up to my limited potential. Yep. So I need you to, I need to know that you're okay with me exploring this and, um, you know, not having it down. And I think that's not easy for therapists because we really want to win. So we can get ourselves trying to talk our clients out of their challenges or their pain, as opposed to what we're going to go on talking about on this podcast. But just, you know, I was thinking, I was just staying with that metaphor. You know, what I would really need is for you to come near and like skate by me for a while, maybe with you having a little bit of steadiness there and to help me just find us a little bit of balance, you know, and once I start to find a rhythm, then I need you to push me a little bit to ask me to do some things that I'm not completely comfortable with. Otherwise I can't grow. Mm -hmm. So to me, that's a, a micro example of what we're trying to uh, orient people here with the leading edge. It's so important. Just want to highlight what you're saying. 
the spirit of this podcast, right? It's, it's really to get people to be curious. We haven't done such a great job in our profession, really breaking down moment by moment moves. And we're setting therapists up to blame themselves for why it's not working. So what we're really inviting our listeners to do is like, ask us questions, push us. We, we, mm -hmm. we're on a leading edge. We want, we, we recognize how much we don't know and how much still needs to be figured out. And together, you know, we believe opening up the space will allow that clarity to emerge. And it, it's so easy for you. Uh, sorry, I'm overdoing ice skating here, but <laughs> it's so easy for you to go up in the press box and shout down instructions at me. You know, or maybe just give me a book on ice skating, right? That's tempting for you to do. But that's really not going to help me learn to ice skate. And I need you to come down there with me. And I need to know that you're okay with those sort of two energies. I need to, to have a space to struggle and to not get it right. And then to know that it's really a sign that you believe in me, that you will ask me to do small things that are uncomfortable. And I think that is that zone that we're trying to hit on this leading edge, you know, to help people find that balance. Man, there's so much good. Like, yeah, this is a great first episode. I think it's like outlining and defining to our audience that zone we're trying to work in. We're even trying to define that critical zone and that, that metaphor. Once again, trying to take therapy from when I'm up in the press box, I'm coming down in here into this hard space and I'm getting curious in the space that's activating me, that's activating them, not shouting down anymore. We want to get on the leading edge um, with our clients. So we just want to say thank you so much for being here on this podcast. And we do. We want to hear from you. And this is vulnerable for us because we want, we're saying like literally we could be comfortable in one zone, but we know that society is calling for us to come and join them and have, the, have some success and vulnerability. And that means always just pushing out on the leading edge there. So thank, once again, thank you so much for being with us. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening. We hope this experience helps you push the leading edge in your work to help people connect with themselves and with each other. You can contact us at pushtheleadingedge at gmail.com. And you can follow us on our Facebook page at pushtheleadingedge. You can follow Ryan Reyna on Facebook at Ryan Reyna Professional Training and on his website, ryanreynatraining.com. You can follow James on Facebook and Instagram at DocHawkLPC. You can also check out his website, DocHawkLPC.com.